So welcome to the inaugural uh, podcast of Over Coffee. This is uh, FBC weekly podcast of uh, just recapping the sermon over the last Sunday. And um, it's just people gathering over coffee and just discussing and, and wrapping that up in a really nice, neat bow. So today on the podcast, we have uh, Steve Adams. That's the lead pastor here at uh, Faith Baptist Church in Great Village. And myself, uh, Alex White. I am the youth and families pastor as well. So w- today we're going to look at... Um, the passage that you spoke on on Sunday, Steve, out of First John uh, chapter three, and it was really um, being the children of God and uh, being made in the image and and how God loves us. And uh, it was really I, I had an opportunity to recap it uh, this morning uh, while my kids were getting ready to go to school and and my wife was getting ready to get the other ones out the door. Um, there was some really good stuff in there that. Uh, Maybe we can expand on. It was really the, um, I like the part that you were going on, uh, how, many, how many times love was actually put in there, and how uh, when uh, you were talking, we uh, had an email correspondence over this, but it was how many times we actually have love in our, in our uh, doctrinal statement, and uh, really how much more we should have it in there. Um, let's, I think we should really just start with talking about the word love here. Yeah, the... Um the word love sure gets used a lot, doesn't it? Um, and yet, um, we, want, we wonder how much real understanding there is, um, how people would define love, or how people think of love. So was, that was uh, that's a key a key point I think uh, that we need to make is that when the, the scripture talks about love, is it's not just talking about what we tend to think of of as love, which tends to be more of a feeling thing, uh, but really it really is about what we do. And uh, that's why at the, in the in the text uh, that we were in in verse 18 of chapter three is was the final uh, verse of the text. There, uh, uh, John talks about uh, not just loving in um, in word uh, or talk, but but in uh, in deed and in truth. And so there's uh, emphasis on real love and 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 the sacrificial nature of, of real love. But the thing the thing that uh, I didn't talk about on Sunday at all. That kind of struck me a while back as I was thinking about uh, church teaching and, and, and what we teach and what we emphasize. And we talk about doctrine and having sound doctrine. And so as a church, we have a doctrinal statement and there's like 18 uh, sections to that. And and uh, so just for fun, I did a, a search through that digital document and, and looking for the word love. And, and strangely enough, the word love only uh, occurs twice. In the uh, entire uh, doctrinal statement of FPC, once when uh, it's talking about God and describing God, and once on the statement on marriage and family, and that's it. And uh, and so then for fun, I went to the fellowship uh, uh, doctrinal statement, and which uh, is the association to which we belong. And couldn't find the word love there at all in any of the <laughs> in any of that doctrinal <laughs> statement. I thought this is, you know, what does that mean? Like I, I wasn't sure how to interpret that. You know, the love is like, you know, so super important. Whether it's uh, Jesus answering the question, what is the great com- greatest commandment, and him saying, you know, it's love God and love your neighbors yourself, and all of the commandments hang on these two. Or whether it's uh, Paul in Romans um, 13 saying love is a fulfillment of the law. Or whether it's First Corinthians thirteen, you know the whole great love chapter, so much emphasis, and yet 
even even John three sixteen. I mean, God so loved the world. Like that was probably the most important <laughs> passage in the whole entire Bible. God loves us so much, and yet it's hard to find it in our doctrinal statements. Um, and I think it's really important to to emphasize that you know God loves us, and and how we are supposed to be loving one another. And and I find that is yeah. really interesting whenever. Whenever we're um, teaching our kids, and I'm, and again, I'm the youth pastor over here, so I'm trying to teach our youth and and how to love and and what love looks like and how we overuse the word love. Like I really love your shoes, Steve. You know, I actually I tried to find a pair like that, and yeah. I, I can't find any what for my feet. What are you prepared to sacrifice for my shoes? <laughs> Nothing, actually. So what does that love yeah. actually look like? Yeah, you're right. We use we use the word in, in ways that don't don't even mean. Somebody said one time that uh, uh, when when a lot of times when people say I love you in our day, uh, what they really mean is I love myself and I want you. And I can't remember who said that originally, but when I heard it the first time, I thought, yeah, that's that's so true, isn't it? You know. Oh yeah, like it's it's honestly it's it's what you want in in return for this love. And and honestly, God wanted nothing in return but you. He wanted you as 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 human beings just to understand what that love looks like. Really. Yeah. Well, you know, when he says God so loved the world, he wanted a lot of nothing in return. He actually gave more than he wanted in return. Mm-hmm. He wanted yeah. he wanted us to just acknowledge him as our Lord. And and he wanted a not a whole lot of nothing in return for it. Yeah. Like we don't have to earn it. Yeah, that unconditional um lo- loving without an Without an agenda, without expecting something in return, is uh, uh, agape love of mm. God that we're supposed to have for one another. That's the uh, one of the the core, you know key statements in that section in First uh, John three is where uh, John says, "This is how we know love," or "This is how we know what love is." Uh, Christ laid down His life for us, and and then John says, "And so we should lay down." Our lives for our brothers is that um, you know that truth resonates through the entire uh, letter of First John over and over again. Uh, we love because we are loved uh, by God. He says later in chapter uh, four, I think it is. And uh, yeah, I have it highlighted here in my Bible, and I'm just going to pull it up here. And it says uh, in chapter three, verse fourteen, we know that we have passed out of death into life because we love the brothers. Whoever does not uh, love abides in death. So uh, it's yeah. it's pretty strong passage it, it's there. It's the mar- it's the mark, right? It's mm-hmm. a key mark. This is how you know the the, the phrase that gets repeated. And I, of course, this was a big part of the message on Sunday. The phrase that gets repeated over and over again in First John is, is um, "This is how you know. This is how you know. This is how you know a believer. This is how you know somebody who has really been born of God." Is they. Uh, is they uh, have uh, love as that defining mark mm-hmm. uh, in their in their lives and and whatnot and yet and it was, and we talk about it all the time we talk about it all the time but uh, I remember one time reading a story in a in a in a book by Rebecca Manley Pippert called Out of the Salt Shaker and she was telling the story about being uh, out uh, one day and they were on a beach her and uh, uh, a student uh, from the university and. And they were just sharing their faith with people, uh, attempting to share the gospel with people and and have uh, some invigorating discussions. And um, she was feeling pretty good with the conversation they had with these these young students. And uh, 
but uh, her f friend Bob, he didn't say a whole lot. And later when uh, she asked him what was wrong, uh, he said, I, I thought it was an absolute failure. There are, there are four major points to the gospel, and you only brought in two of them. And they weren't even in the right order. And, and so she turns to him and she says, uh, Bob, what, what were the names of those three people that we met this afternoon? And he says, oh, I don't know. He said, what, what, what in the world difference does that make? Uh, there were two girls and one guy, or was it the other way around? He said. So he, <laughs> like, you know, he was so so focused on sharing the gospel, but how much really genuine interest and care for people, you know? And we can fall into that, right? Oh yeah, and I, and I see us falling into that all the time. Um, so focused on on just uh, making that race and and running it well that we forget the relationships that are involved in it, and. Um, to be honest, that's that's kind of where my heart has landed lately. Is is the relationship and discipleship aspect of of how we go about life, and when we just try to run that race and and as we say, uh, save the souls, uh, we tend to forget about the relationship that's involved. And when they pray that that prayer of salvation, uh, we kind of dust our hands off and say, "I've done my job. Now it's up to God." Mm. Um, and I th and I think that's a lie to us, and it's a lie to them, and 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 it's really it's doing a service to the to the devil because now you're you're leaving these people to themselves without relationship, and um, I've I've said this a few times, and I've said this um, I can't remember if it was on a Sunday morning or on a Friday night, but um, it's one of the the most um, top punishments you can give to an inmate in the in the the criminal justice system is solitary confinement. Mm. So whenever you leave someone to their own their own demise and their own thoughts, you're you're going to give them the worst punishment ever. So it's for us to build those relationships in love, mm -hmm. and not just yeah. having these um, these notches on your belt. Um, right. Or yeah. the or the old saying is, you know, the the notch on your on your helmet from from the old war times is they'd get a they'd get one more, right? Mm. Yeah. So yeah. to me, it's, it's, it's more that relationship building and, and, and doing the work after that's really key. You can get them to understand what the Bible says, but it's, it's the head knowledge that you're giving them. But we need to teach them or walk with them in that heart knowledge. And uh, we had a real great speaker, um, I believe it was two years ago, at um, Youth Wars. And that's a, a yearly event that we do here in Truro, uh, where about 300 youth gather together, and we play a bunch of games, do a bunch of activities. But anyways, um, Bay Forrest is his name. And he was talking about his brother, who was a worship pastor at their home church. He, was le he said he led worship for years. He did everything right, knows his Bible inside and out. And one Sunday, he was leading worship, and he said he stopped, and he said, it's a lie, it's all a lie. I was going to hell because of six inches. And what he was referring to was the head knowledge he had didn't resonate in his heart. So really, it wasn't, he wasn't leading in relationships. He wasn't leading with heart. He wasn't leading with love. He was leading with what he knew in his head versus his heart. And, and I think we really missed that mark. Are we leading with our heart rather than our head? It's good to have the head knowledge, but what about your heart? Yeah, I think they say I think they say it's 18 inches between our hearts and our heads, but 
but it's uh, he could have been short. The, he maybe was just really short guy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, but that that's uh, that's a good point. I uh, I think we can hear people can hear from us, but what do they experience from us? Mm -hmm. you know, we can they can hear us saying words, and 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 yet uh, is that the message that we're that they're receiving? Uh, in the in the relationship, when you talk about relationship and focusing on that, that's really important. It's the authenticity we need to be be searching for. Is the authenticity in us? Are we giving our heart to people? Well, love is meant to be very tangible. And uh, in the passage, um, John uh, says that um, if we uh, does this say that here? It says, if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? And uh, we're, we're in a place and time where we don't have a whole lot of physical needs that go unmet. Most people have, um, you know, the material possessions, uh, food, shelter, and not to say that, that there aren't needs there, but generally speaking, most of the people that we interact with on a daily basis, have uh, have those basic needs met, but but reality is that there's still things that people need, and sometimes uh, what they they need is is uh, maybe some something that they need to hear from us, or um, you know there are those like you say those emotional needs that people have, and, and as well as uh, basic physical needs. And uh, and the greatest needs, of course, are spiritual needs. Uh, people need need the Lord. And, and if we have a relationship with Christ, then we need to be sharing uh, sharing the love of God with people, uh, not just our own capacity to love, because it really has to be Him. Well, my cup is empty. Uh, I don't know about yours. My cup is overflowing. Well, I'm talking about my cup of coffee. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well, my cup of coffee is empty, and, and really, I, I think this is a good time to kind of close out. Um, really, it's, it's just a couple people having conversation over the last week's message over a cup of coffee, and uh, I think when your cup of coffee is em empty, I think it's time to uh, kind of sign off yeah, here. we're done. And I think we're done. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. I hope this has kind of given you some closure and some wrap-up on uh, last week's message. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. And uh, we hope you join us again next week. And uh, if you enjoyed what you listened to, just uh, subscribe to the podcast, like, and leave a ratings and review. And uh, that'll make it easier for other people to find us. So uh, we appreciate you guys, and we hope you guys have a good, uh, blessed week. And we'll see you guys next week.